Welcome to the Midlife Career Rebel, the podcast created for high-achieving professional women to gain the clarity, confidence, and courage they need to go after and get the life and career they want. I'm your host, Dr. Carol Parker-Walsh, lawyer, social scientist, brand strategist, executive coach, entrepreneur, and midlife career rebel. Each week, you'll learn strategies to manage your mind, navigate the challenges of midlife, and take control of your career so you can thrive doing the work you love. So if you're ready to tear up that rule book and create your own, you're in the right place. And I can't wait to show you how. Hey Rebels, welcome back to another episode of the Midlife Career Rebel Podcast. You know, in 2019, I gave a talk at a conference called Dent. It's a unique conference if you ever get a chance to attend. It's usually held in New Mexico. It's an amazing place where they gather people from a wide variety of industries to explore what seeds can be planted that will ultimately, quote unquote, make a dent in the universe. It was an extraordinary experience. I met some fascinating people who were doing some pretty amazing and unique things in the world. In fact, my talk followed the woman who solved one of the most famous serial killer crimes in San Francisco. I mean, it was incredible. And yes, it was a hell of an act to follow. (laughs) But so many of the talks, they were really interesting. And it was quite an honor, actually, to be in that community. It's fascinating. Now, for context, the Dent Conference is very similar to like if you were to attend a TED Talk, which are designed to, their tagline is to have ideas worth spreading. And actually, I did a TEDx talk, which I'll drop a link in the show notes in case you haven't seen it. And that was a pretty awesome experience, too. In fact, as a side note, I was recently talking to a young gentleman who was helping me with a customer service issue, and he recognized my name because he had listened to my TEDx talk. Now, needless to say, I was a bit shocked, but so excited to hear that my work was really making an impact on people. So it was such a cool experience. But I digress. Let's get back to our podcast. Now, I brought up my talk at Dent because my topic was on avoiding regret. And I want to pick that topic up today. In fact, it's a topic that actually I've been talking a lot about, about regret proofing your career decisions. I've been talking about it on my career segment on AM Northwest. We did a session on it in the boardroom, the monthly roundtable that I have with high achieving women. And I wanted to explore it a little bit more on this podcast. Now, Tim Gilovich is the leading researcher on regret, and he did a study called The Experience of Regret. And he found that more than half of the people in his research, about 54%, regretted actions that they didn't take. Their unrealized ambitions, unfulfilled dreams and intentions, you know, the incomplete goals that they didn't quite get to. But only 12% had regret over the actions they did take, and the rest had regrets over other things. Now, the percentage was really low for the action takers, because fundamentally action-related regrets, although painful, they often help people learn from their mistakes and move on, or they just get over them over time. But regret related to inaction, those things that are undone, the opportunities lost, the uh, dreams unrealized, those things are harder to fix. And this kind of regret is more likely to lead to depression or anxiety or a sense of just feeling stuck, not knowing what could have been done. 
And I see that a lot with the women that I work with in the Career Rebel Academy who have this sense of stuckness because of fear of making a decision, not sure what decision to make. So they're stuck in an action and not quite sure how to move forward for fear and regret that'll be the wrong choice. The thing about the study, though, that I think is most important is that basically everybody in the study, 100% of the people in his research were experiencing some type of regret. So it's not the fact that you know, nobody was experiencing regret and some people were, they all were, there were just different types of regret. And regret is very closely linked to decision-making because regret is really about that underlying fear that I was talking about of making the wrong decision. Now, I did a podcast on fear of decision-making and taking action, and I definitely invite you to go back and listen to it because fear can really keep us from going after those ambitions. And FOMO, the fear of missing out, can make us take leaps towards something that in the end that we later regret just because we didn't want to miss out on something and realize we probably would have been okay with it. So you see, fear, regret, and decision-making are all linked together. So I talked a lot about fear and decision making in the, in the episode that I did before, but here I really want to center around this whole thing about regret. And when it comes to career regrets, it usually comes around to that million dollar question, do I stay or do I go? right? Do I walk away from a career that I know where I'm successful, where I've worked hard to build, even though I know I'm not happy, and maybe it's not the right career for me, or maybe it is time for me to make a move, right? Or do I stay put for all the same reasons, because I'm successful, because I've worked hard, on and on and on, right? And then what do I do if I regret either decision? So if I decide to stay, what happens if I regret that? Or if I decide to go, what happens if that becomes the wrong choice? Or we can even take it a step back further and be stuck in regretting that we ever took the job in the first place, that we chose the career path that we're on, or maybe we even picked the wrong major in school, or maybe we attended the wrong school, right? I mean, it could go on and on and on where we start with regretting our decisions. But the thing about regret is that while it is a very powerful emotion, it doesn't come from the actions we take or didn't take. Regret comes from our thoughts about the actions or inactions, our cognitive thinking about what will happen with our choice, right? It's a cognitive thought about a choice that we've made or are contemplating making that we compound constantly Um, We talk about the merits, like we just think about the merits of our choice over and over and over in our head. It's a thought we're actually choosing to think. We obsess over it. We beat ourselves up over it. We tell ourselves we should have known better, that we should have listened to or shouldn't have listened to a family member. And then we start looking for evidence to convince us that we're not really good at making choices or making decisions. Again, it goes back to that feeling of stuckness. When we are in this inactive state, we're stuck by fear, we don't know what's going to happen. And so we just decide to make no choice and just stick into this painfulness that we're in because we don't want to move to action. We have a fear that what we may go to is going to be more painful than what we're in right now. And you may even look at others who have made decisions that you thought you should have made. And if their lives or careers, in your opinion, have turned out 
miraculously amazing, you're going to take that as even more evidence that you made the wrong choice, that had you made the same choice, you would have had the same life that they would have had, right? You know, it's funny, I always joke that uh, Michelle Obama grew up in Chicago the exact same time that I did. In fact, we're we're just months apart in our ages. And while she went to school at Hyde Park and then Princeton and then came back and worked at Sidley and Austin, I believe, and met, you know, the future president of the United States, you know, I went to a different school and made different choices. And maybe if I went to Hyde Park or Princeton, <laughs> right, you know, it goes on and on and on, right? But I mean, of course, that's not the case. That was her destiny. That was what she chose and where she was going to go. But, you know, I could totally spin a story about, oh, if only, right? And that's the thing about regret is that you come up with these crazy ideas about what could have been or what you should have done, as opposed to just living in the choices that you actually make, right? You just keep living in this cycle of regret. You know, you look at other people's lives, you think, see, I could have done differently, but it just keeps you in this loop of regret. So what does it all mean? How can you avoid regret? Well, it's really simple, but not, but it is simple, really by not choosing it. Regret is a choice. Like I said, it's a cognitive decision. And beating yourself up, judging and telling yourself that you made a bad or wrong choice, it doesn't change anything. It only brings up more pain, more suffering and more grief. This is true for your career. And honestly, it's true for every area of your life. It is a complete waste of time and energy. For example, if you've been listening to my podcast, you know I was a labor and employment attorney for years before changing careers. I ultimately moved into a career better suited to my skills and zone of genius, but I could have spent days, weeks, and years regretting my decision to even attend law school, to beat myself up over the fact that I spent three years going through that program, or all the money that I spent on my education, and the blood, sweat, and tears it took for me to go after and pass the bar exam. But why would I spend so much time and energy on something that I can't change? No amount of thinking, wishing, regretting, or whatever will change anything at all. Now, the truth is, I don't regret one thing about my decision to attend law school. On the contrary, I've actually learned how to leverage that experience to my advantage in multiple ways. For example, I still use what I learn in the practice of law in my coaching practice today. And that training and experience has also been of great benefit to my clients. But just because you don't choose regret doesn't mean you can't review your past decisions to see what you can learn or glean from those decisions that you can possibly use in the future, right? Examining your choices, looking back over your decisions is very different than living in regret of what you've decided to do. By examining why I decided to attend law school, right, my motivations, my goals, like what was the decision-making process? Like where was I in my thinking? What were some of the things, the information that was available to me? All of that. Because I spent some time examining not only my decision to attend law school, but also my other decisions around the career changes that I made, I was able to figure out something that has now been incorporated into the first step of the framework that I use with my clients now in helping them make career decisions. So all was not lost. It was all great information that 
ultimately prepared me to be able to do the work that I do now. And even after I went through a divorce, I could have wasted time in regret about my decision to get married, who I decided to marry, um, the time I spent in that marriage. You know, I could have been doing maybe something else. But instead, I spend time celebrating and being thankful for my two kiddos that resulted from that marriage, the friends I made because of all the geographical moves that we made in the marriage, the strength and confidence that I've developed from that experience, and the new pathways that opened up to me that would have never been available to me as a result, including getting remarried, right? I mean, it was, I could look and live in regret, but where would I be if that were the path that I decided to take, if I chose regret? regret over choosing a different way to look at the choices and the decisions that I made. Listen, like I said, I'm not saying this is easy. And frankly, I'm not saying it's supposed to be easy. Life is 50-50, right? 50% of the times we are going to be jumping for joy and the other 50% of the time we are not. But that is the lived experience. And the growth that we have to go through is accepting and understanding that and counting it all lesson, all joy, whether we are in the good places or not, because we can learn from it as we move forward in this thing called life. Listen, it's not easy and it's not supposed to be, but here's what it is. It's a choice and one you have the freedom to make every day. Now, there are two key underlying assumptions or thought errors, I call them, that people make that lead them to choosing regret. The first assumption is believing that your life or career would have been better if only you chose differently. So let's talk about that one. Now, I don't know a single person who hasn't thought at one time or the other, if I had only chosen option B, I wonder what would have happened. I wonder what my life or career would look like, right? I used the example earlier. You know, maybe if I went to Hyde Park in Princeton, what would my life have been like if I only made these other choices? The problem with spending too much time there, however, is that as you build this fantasy world of quote unquote, what if in your mind, you start to believe it. You start to believe that option B would have somehow been a better life, a more fulfilling life. It would have been, everything would have been perfect and everything would have gone your way, right? And all of the things that you currently don't have, you would have if only, right? If only you had made a different choice. But it works the other way as well, right? You could believe that you had no choice in the option, that you had to make option B your choice. But you did that because if you chose option A, it would have been a far worse tragedy. But that's the problem with this assumption. You have absolutely no idea how your life or career would have turned out if you made an alternate choice. You think it would have turned out better, but it actually may not have. You have no idea. It could have been an absolute nightmare. You can only guess or fantasize about what might or what might not have happened. What's on the other side of that assumption, frankly, it's a lie. It's always a lie because you can never know what the other side is. So anything other than the fact that you don't know, whatever you believe it is, is not true. And we don't want to lie to ourselves, right? I could spend so much time thinking, what if I didn't go to law school? 
What if I went to a different law school? What if I focused on family law instead of employment law? What if I quit after the first year and did something else? You see, like, where does it end? And I could come up with a story and a fantasy with each one of those questions taking me on a path that doesn't allow me to appreciate what I do have, what I did earn, and how to use that to my advantage in the future. So it never changes. It, it doesn't end when you go down the path of regret. And more importantly, it doesn't matter. All of those questions, what if I didn't go or what if I went to a different school? None of that matters. The fact is I went to law school, end of story. And I went to the school that I chose and I chose a career that I did all 30 years ago. None of it matters for me to spend time 30 years later wondering what life would be like had I not done that. Or even choosing to regret it, thinking, oh, I could have, 20 years ago, I could be doing what I'm doing now had I not chosen the path of law, which I don't even know if that's true. So why lie to myself and fill my head with a bunch of fantasy that is only going to keep me from living my life in the moment at the fullest, highest potential and level? If you've been stuck in this loop, I want you to ask yourself, what am I thinking would be different or better if I made a different choice? Then explore how it's not true and why you're choosing to lie to yourself. Like, what are you trying to get out of doing that? What are you trying to get out of believing that your life or career would be better if there would have been, you know, if you'd made the different choice? Like, what are you believing that there would have been no challenges, no problems if you took this other option? And really examine why you're making that choice. And that may help you to understand why you're choosing regret. Now, the second assumption is believing there is a right choice. And this one could be really challenging. We live in a binary society of yes, no, up, down, left, right, good, bad, etc. So it's no wonder that we think in these binary ways that is this or is that. So we believe that we either make a right choice or a wrong choice. And we spend our lives terrified of making the wrong choice, right? And if we do make the wrong choice, then we think our lives will be ruined because of it, which takes us back to the first assumption, this kind of fantasy we have about what happens when we don't make the right choice. But regret then becomes the indicator that we chose wrong. So we think there's a right or wrong. And then when we live in regret, the assumption is we made the wrong choice, that we ignored the signs, that we didn't make We didn't ask the right questions. We didn't think it through, right? Or, you know, we should have talked to someone before we made the decision. We get swept up in whatever. I mean, you know, you can really fill in the blanks of all of that. But I always tell my clients, there is no right or wrong decision. There's only the decision you make right now, right? And I want to say that again. There is no right choice or right decision. There's only the choice or the decision that you make right now. And the choices you make in the moment are the best choices you can make with the information, the experience, and everything you have at your disposal. Now, I'm not talking about careless or reckless decisions that you made when you weren't thinking clearly or you weren't in your right mind or maybe you had a little too much to drink or whatever those kind of decisions, right? I'm not talking about those. I'm talking about decisions that you made based on like choosing between some options or choices that are in front of you. And yes, with more information or an experience and time, maybe you would have made a different choice. As they say, hindsight is always 2020. 
But once the decision is made, it's done. And the work then becomes, why did you make the decision? So that you can grow and learn for the next one. Now, again, if you've been listening to me, you know I love the movie The Matrix. It is filled with so many excellent metaphors. I can like literally go through that entire movie and teach something on it. But there's a moment in the film when the Oracle tells Neo, you already made the choice. Now you have to understand why. And that's what we get to do. Not regret the choice or beat ourselves up about the choice, but to understand why we made the choice and what we can learn from the choice so that in the future, we can continue to make decisions without being afraid of decision-making generally. When we were kids, our whole world was about figuring things out, how to walk, talk, eat, run, get things, push boundaries, explore, or see what we can get away with, right? Like any of those things. Now, how far would we have gotten if we tried to walk and then fail and then spent the next six months in self-loathing, regretting the choice we made that led us to falling? Or if we told ourselves that we couldn't trust our decision-making abilities, Now, I know that sounds absolutely ridiculous, like what little toddler is thinking that, but that's precisely what we do when we choose regret. Now, we need to reclaim that childish curiosity that we once had that encouraged us to keep trying to keep making decisions without having to know the outcome, believing that we did Believing what we did when we were little ones, that nothing has gone wrong, and it's just the process that we go through in this amazing thing we call life. That now we have a new piece of data, some additional information that we can now store away and use when it's time for the next choice or decision to be made. When we're filled with regret and remorse, we cloud our brain's ability to think logically. We're also not giving ourselves any grace or compassion. And the beauty of any decision you make is that it can be changed. Again, it's about choice. We can learn from our decisions, move forward, or even make a pivot if we want to. Or we can abandon self-compassion and live a life of regret. Now, when we embrace this approach and abandon the underlying assumptions that inform regret, decision-making won't be so hard or taxing. Instead, you'll do it thoughtfully and with intention, knowing you're making the best choice you can make for yourself at this very moment. And as I said, I'm not saying it's easy. And frankly, once again, I'm not saying it's supposed to be. But what it is, is a choice and one you have the freedom to make every single day. Well, that's what I got for you today, Rebels. Hey, have you heard of my new monthly roundtable called The Boardroom? It's a monthly facilitated discussion on how to successfully navigate the key issues facing midlife career professional women, and I want to invite you to join us. Our next roundtable is tomorrow, Friday, June 24th at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. And you can register at www.carolparkerwalsh.com boardroom. And I'll also add the link to the show notes for your convenience. Now, if you can't make it, you'll get a recording of the roundtable, but you got to register. 
and we'll be talking about salary negotiations. So if you have any questions about that topic, you can submit your questions in advance or get your questions answered live on the session. When you register, you'll get all the information to be able to do that. And don't forget to come say hi to me on your favorite social media channels. I actually hang out mainly on LinkedIn and Instagram, so you can definitely find me there. So until next time, Rebels, have an amazingly rebellious week. See you soon. Hey, if you're loving what you're learning on the podcast, then you've got to come check out the Career Rebel Academy. It's where you'll get the individual help and support you need applying the concepts and strategies you're learning here and so much more. You'll be joined by a community of other rebels just like you, and I'll be there as your guide every step of the way. If you're genuinely looking to change the course of your life and career, I promise you, this is the place you'll want to be. Just go to www.carolparkerwalsh.com forward slash career dash rebel dash academy. I can't wait to see you there.